Welcome to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library. We are here today to talk to um, to you about community gardening, and we have some guests today. Of course, um, me, Don Wilbert, is here from the library, and we've got Chris. And um, so our guests are Tanya Davis and Jacqueline Gonzalez, uh, and we have Carly West also. She's new to... Um, to AgriLife. So they are from Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Office in Wise County, and they have helped us a lot with the community garden in um, that we have started this last year, and so they're here to help discuss a little bit more about community gardening. So, Okay, so this is Tanya Davis. Um, I am a county extension agent here in Wise County. My focus area is in family and community health and just helping um, or trying to make a difference for the residents in Wise County and um, helping them, working with them to achieve those healthy habits and healthy choices that we all need to strive towards. Well, and I know that you have articles in uh, the Wise County a messenger periodically. Yes, yes. Yes, and then I know that you've also, um, you organize the uh, Walk Across Texas. Yes. To help uh, engage people in walking. That is right. We'll spring. be kicking that off on April the 1st uh, in, here in Wise County. So we're excited about this year's Walk Across Texas event. I think it's going to be fun this year, too. There's, a, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on with this one. Okay, Jackie, is there anything you want to say? Okay, my name is Jacqueline Gonzalez, and I am part of the uh, Better Living for Texans. And what I do is I go in all Wise County and teach and empower all people with a limited resource mm-hmm. audience how to prepare healthy, easy, and cost-safe meals. Very good. So this is going to fit right in with your programming, yes, with the, the meals and being healthy. And I know you do other things like with the seniors and activity levels and that. Yes, kind of thing we too? have different programs. Okay. BLT provides um, education, um, um, and it's when she you hear Jackie say BLT today. Just remember, better living for Texas, yes. not bacon and lettuce, tomato sandwich. No, no. Oh, we no. get teased about that all the time, but it's yeah. so much easier to say BLT. Yes. <laughs> That's not part of the curriculum, Make, no, making BLT sandwich. Well, yes, your choice. Okay. <laughs> remember, we can, in appropriate amounts, everything is fine. There's no, you cannot have bacon. You can always have a little bit of bacon. Uh, and mayonnaise, right? <laughs> it's your choice. It's good on a BLT. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I just really want a BLT now. Sorry. You want to be a BLT sandwich or you want to be part of the BLT? No, I want, I want the sandwich. <laughs> but, but, you know, we're after our discussion, maybe I might, I might be interested. <laughs> and I bet you will have so much fun because I can show you how to make weird recipes. Very weird, but very delicious. Yeah. For example, jicama. Mm. With black bean salad. That does sound good. Yes. Or, Tanya, remember the soup? Uh, the beef soup that we prepare with cinnamon? Mm. 
Very good. Yes, that it sounds was, good it was delicious. Yeah. Weird, but very delicious. And the main thing is cost safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And didn't you make brownies with beans? No, I or... make uh, peanut butter balls with beans. Oh, that's what it was, yes. Yes. I knew it was some kind of a sweet, like energy kind of thing. So yes. <laughs> it was good. You didn't notice that the beans were in there. They Everybody enjoy it. Yes. Sounds good. Yes. So, okay. So let me just say to start off with AgriLife is a huge resource for the community. I mean, if you have questions about, um, let's see, 4-H, if you have questions for recipes, healthy recipes, um, gardening, I mean, there's just a broad range. Don't you do stuff for like cattle, ranchers? Yes. AgriLife Extension here in Wise County is um, offers you four program areas. And so everybody in Wise County needs to take advantage of us because we charge for occasional um, resources, but a lot of times our resources are free. Mm-hmm. And they are also research-based, scientific-based, and um, the the information you're going to be able to get from us is reliable information. So let me get back to our four program areas, and I'll start with mine because uh-huh. I think it's the best because <laughs> it's about all of us. But it's uh, the Family and Community Health Program, and that just means we are, as I said a while ago, we want families to be able to um make healthy lifestyle choices and so that's what we're about we also do a little bit of parenting under that family and community health umbrella as well Mm -hmm. but then i have my co-worker todd vineyard who is uh ag and natural resources so yes he is the guy to go to for livestock questions and for the horticulture horticulture questions as well he's more of an expert than i am i'm i'm getting it as we're getting into this growing and nourishing healthy communities curriculum that we're using but he is the ex more of an expert than i am and then we have our 4-h and youth development program that is led by chrissy carr and we are just trying to make leaders of our youth here in wise county so it's a great program to jump into and then our fourth program is uh, community and economic development. We do some programs every now and then with that, but it's not quite as prevalent as you'll hear of our other three programs in the county. Okay, so that's interesting. So economic development, what does that mean? Well, like, for instance, um, community. I kind of focus on probably community development. So I mm-hmm. teach food safety classes, and to restaurant managers and to the food employees, the food handlers. And so that, you know, you need to be able to get that license and be certified in food safety practices. And so we do um, offer those classes uh, periodically at the extension office. Which is interesting because I know we have some people come in here to log on to take those tests here yes so do they have to take that class prior to it is optional for them they they Mm -hmm. are allowing online uh, learning now which is great and I would probably take advantage of it too Uh but we also are that face-to-face resource they can come to us for those classes and they can also take their test through us as well okay that's what I was wondering we are accredited with uh, the Department of Health Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't mention a while ago that it's not just us it, it I, 
our little staff of I think there's seven of us total, but we are, we have specialists at. Um, College Station. Um, it's the Texas A&M system. We're a part of that. We're not Aggies. I'm not an Aggie. I'm a <laughs> Texas Tech Red Raider. But um, just remember that we we're a part. A&M is a part of the land grant university, and so that means that that our specialists are there. That land grant university was there to help. Corporative extension was. Uh, um, created over a hundred years ago to help with program areas like we're, we've just been discussing wow. and so we have specialists down there in College Station that can help us answer questions and do the research for us because we're so busy up here doing programming mm-hmm. but those specialists and there's some across the state as well but a lot of them are in College Station and they they provide a lot of resources for y'all also, yes, right? Yes, they, they get the curriculum developed for us, and they do the research. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So what we're, what you guys are doing here in the community, other people, other AgriLife Extension offices are doing in their communities as well. Yes, and it's also Texas. in all 50 states, because right now I'm working with the Idaho Extension agents because they have developed Good. some really great classes on these pressure cookers that are just kind of the latest rage. Yes. Everybody wants to know how to use their Instapot, which is really a pressure cooker, and mm-hmm. so we're developing classes on that, so we'll be looking for that soon. No, no dates are set, but... Um, Anyway, yeah. so we work with other states as well in um, because they jumped ahead of us and got that curriculum le- series uh, developed. Okay. I like that. And I noticed that you did have some things about um, like slow cooker and Instapot cooking classes a while ago, yes. and I just wasn't able to get to it. But, yeah, that sounded really cool. I've got one, and I don't use it as much as I probably uh, should. Well, you need to get in touch with us. We'll help you get that going. <laughs> I don't know if you can make a BLT in it, Chris, or not, in that Instapot. But But you can make the bacon. (laughs) Yeah. We have one of those now, so that's good to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, maybe we need to have a class here at the library. Uh I think I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we kind of have a lot of background information. Um, My background information on gardening is just that, you know, I grew up, my family gardened, I try to garden at home, and some years it goes better than others. My fall garden is usually better than my spring garden. It just gets so hot. and But this last year was nice with all the rain. Uh, so I would consider myself more of a novice or maybe mid-level gardener. I don't know. I think I saw a great skill set last fall <laughs> when you had our first uh, Growing and Nourishing Healthy Communities curriculum. Well, thank you. Maybe I, there's more up there than I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And ladies, I would like to say, what is BLT? So don't think it's a BLT sandwich. Yes. Okay. So So I'm sorry, Jackie. We just like totally interrupted you. Okay, go ahead. that's fine. So (laughs) Better Living for Texans is an educational program Mm -hmm. that works with a a variety of limited resource audience. Okay, the primary uh, BLT audience is um, those with uh, um, uh, SNAP recipients and also uh, SNAP program eligible uh, families who are participating in Head Start program, um, women's, infants, and children that receive WIC, also... um, Temporary assistant um, needing 
families and the SSI recipients. And the last one is... What is uh, SSI? Uh, Social Security. Those who receive Social okay. Security. Okay. Retire. From that. Yes, okay. Yes. And also those who are receiving food from food pantries. Okay. And so all of those programs, they yes. have to qualify for. So they've yes. provided... Um, income information and so if you're be below the is it poverty, poverty level, level or yes. okay and I, I a lot of people who are below the poverty level it doesn't mean that you're not working mm -hmm. I mean sometimes mm -hmm. you're just not making a living wage mm -hmm. and you still you need assistance you with still those things. Qualify for because those we programs. still want you feeding your family's yes. healthy food and because we believe that is going to uh, reduce those chronic conditions that sometimes develop. So it's better for us, it's beneficial for uh, us to be supported in these classes that Jackie offers because it's it's cutting back on the cost of me the medical cost to the community, to those families. Yeah. So we're, Jackie is doing a fantastic job of getting out, reaching out to those Wise County folks that um, are eligible to, to understand and or attend those classes. Mm -hmm. And all these beauty classes and the material are provided for free at no cost. Okay. So if somebody's interested in one of your classes, how do they get in touch with you? Okay, they can call me to the um, Wise County Extension Office. Okay. And um, if my work area is all Wise County, okay, I can find a location. Uh, I can go with them uh, or I can go to them or mm -hmm. we can find a location uh, uh, close to them. So we okay. can do those classes. Okay. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I alluded to our four program areas, and Jackie fits under the umbrella of our family and community health mm -hmm. um, program area. So, anyway, probably failed to really um, in, in, instruct y'all about that. But anyway, Jackie falls in, with us, and so... Anyway, she's been here for about uh, 18 months now, mm -hmm. over one year. So she's doing a fantastic job of reaching out. That's wonderful. So just um, thinking about the programs and the fact that uh, we have a lot of smaller communities outside of Decatur, and you definitely serve all of those. So you'll be able to go to their yes, community mm -hmm. so they don't have to drive as far. And Yep. Okay. Yes. The main thing is for them to know that we are here for them. They just, if they just want to get, um, uh, uh, if they just want to learn more and stretch their food dollar, because some of those people says, well, I don't need this good because I don't know how. This is mm -hmm. how much money I have. Well, taking those free courses, they will learn how to stretch their food dollar, how they can compare better prices. So and in a way, make better choices. So it's not just health related, it's like almost budgeting related as Everything, well. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I know that that's an issue with people when they talk about not buying fruits and vegetables because they say that it's too it costs too much. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. that's a really good deal. Yeah, sometimes that convenience food is very affordable, but it's not affordable in the long run because yep. it can lead to those um, 
the onset of those chronic conditions, diabetes, heart, uh, cardiovascular, a lot quicker. You know, mm-hmm. If we don't manage those, I'm not going to say every convenience food is bad. I, I, I'm not, you're right. not going to hear me say all food is, any food is bad. But we just have to know how to uh, modify our behaviors and eat, probably consume smaller amounts. Yes, of the right food. portions. Yes. Well, and I want to say, too, that even as um, somebody who's not below the poverty level, I think that stuff is still beneficial for me. So I think everybody in the community could could use the resources yes you know whether it's um you know different exercise activities or you know better food choices um you know everything really budgeting all that and so that's why it basically kind of talking about what we maybe are here to talk about today is growing <laughs> and nourishing uh, healthy communities it's a gardening project and so um, I've already said my degree is not in horticulture mm-hmm. I'm not the expert here but I have experts that my beck and call that can help me to help you and, J- and Jackie is on board with this project as well but the reason that we've dove into this horticulture project is because we want uh, folks to know how to raise their own fruits and vegetables. We believe that that someone who gardens is going to be probably make healthier choices than someone who does maybe purchase and prepare food, their food in an unhealthy way, which is not always the best choice. Because it doesn't take that much room, and it's also a lot more cost effective. Um, and if you really start looking at it, you can... Um, plant in stages so that you continuously have uh, produce that's coming available so i think it's a really good thing to to start learning i guess that's right you know i had never even really been around a fall garden but oh my goodness we've got we've got um raised uh beds going on in some of the schools and they're um they're having produce into december Wow, you know? and mm-hmm. so um, that's awesome to know that um, that some of those uh, vegetables can be harvested in November, December. Yes, you know? and it depends on the first freeze if it's a real drastic freeze or not. But you can. There's also you know they've developed these frost blankets that you can put over them and and yes. just make them go. Hopefully, uh, they'll go a little bit longer. Yes. I've put all kinds of stuff over my plants, yes. sheets, <laughs> blankets. <laughs> so, okay, so let's talk about the community garden here at the library. We uh, we started this last June, um, started doing some um, the classes, and uh, I had worked with you guys to develop, um, I guess, our community garden, I don't know, initiative. It, you know, for lack of a better word, I guess, at this point. Um, So you guys gave me the course material to teach, and we had monthly courses, uh, and we had, I think, about eight families that were um, participating. So it was moms and dads, and sometimes the kids were involved as well. Uh, Not all of them were low income. Um, So it was a really good opportunity to have a wide range of people involved in the the um the course and we were able to build what did we build four beds Mm -hmm. out back and Lowe's was um part of that also giving us materials and uh 
Decatur Garden Center is going to be giving us some materials for our spring garden, which is coming up really quickly. Wow. So um, now I know I've been sending you, Jackie, some information on weight. Have you, like, got it all together? No. No. I know that, you know, we only have four beds, and it was it's a learning community garden it has not been a true community garden where you rent a bed and um, you know for the year and you take care of it you weed it you plant it you fertilize it you water it whatever needs to be done throughout the year Um, ours was more of a learning where you come in you go through the classes and we work together we built the beds together we planted together and um, and then we harvested and shared the produce and and we did it that way well, I think about the uh, harvest, you have collected about 20 pounds of zucchini. Oh, just in the zucchini? Just in the zucchini. Yes, I and, remember. And that's the fall garden. Mm-hmm. So we started, we planted on August 25th. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. And that was just through, I think, probably October. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. So 20 pounds of zucchini. That's that made a, a difference. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Now, can you imagine if they go home and apply it at at home? They're going to save a bunch of money. Yes. And there's so much you can do with zucchini. I know that it sounds funny. My mom told me this joke one time. It made me sad. She said, if you don't have, I don't know, have zucchini, you don't have any friends or something like that. Something because when you grow zucchini, it, uh, you know, you get so much of it that you have to start giving it away. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. And uh, so it is something that provides quite a bit and then you can use it in so many things. And remember, you prepare a zucchini with chocolate chip muffins. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And I don't know if you try it, but those were delicious. I think I've had stuff like that before, like zucchini bread. Is that the kind of thing? S- similar to that, Something yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And um, we had like a, almost like a spaghetti sauce yes. with the, uh, the, zucchini. the zucchini. That was really mm-hmm. good. So the, the zucchini is very mild flavored yes. versus another kind of squash. And so it's very versatile. You can use it for a lot of different things. The 20 pounds of zucchini is very good. Uh, We also planted um, cauliflower and broccoli um, and radishes, some onions. And not everything thrived. Some things did better than others. Obviously, the zucchini did the best, I think. Uh, We planted corn, um, and that did not do great. But I think if we had done okra, maybe that would have done better. Uh, and people are saying, well, maybe we should have, we, that'll do better if you plant it in the spring. So we're still learning, mm-hmm. you know, with our, our gardening as well. And, you know, with our um, Aggie Horticulture website, uh-huh. we have those uh, ideas for planting dates for all the different uh, vegetables that you might be con- someone might be considering if they were going to do a home garden. Uh-huh. We've also got even ideas for the variety of the corn that does best in, in here in Wise oh, County. That's, that's so good, too. That's on the Aggie Horticulture website. Okay. So, and I would, for anybody, I know we're talking about community gardens and a lot of times the soil that we put in is from, you know, we, we purchased the soil. We didn't go get 
you know, go dig up soil. Mm-hmm. But if anybody's doing a home garden and they're going to be using some of the already established soil, we at the Extension Office highly suggest a soil test kit. And you can do that by just coming by the Extension Office. Um, we're located at 206 South State Street here in Decatur, and we have soil sample bags and with all the instructions for mailing off those soil um, sample bags or the, the bags that you'll have filled with soil. Okay, and so the, the kits are free, but to have it tested, is there a cost for There that? will be a cost. Okay. I, so around $15. And um, anyway, that is going to come back with um, what your soil might need. You know, if you need to um, add anything to it, fertilize in a certain way, or it's all good to go and can grow all these beautiful plants. But anyway, yes. you'll get a report back about what the soil might need. Okay. And that's really helpful. Most of the, the soil around here is very clayish. So... Um, but one of the things that we also talk about when you talk about amending the soil and, and giving it what it needs, um, we also in our gardening talk about um, composting and how that can help your, um, well, the environment really. Exactly. As well as your garden. And um, we talked about pests. There's all kinds of stuff yes. in this in this course. It's a it's a six week course. Uh, right now we have three people signed up for this next session that's going to start in January on January twenty fourth, and it'll be in the evening six thirty to seven thirty. So we're going to have it actually. Uh, we're doing it a little different this time. It's going to be weekly. So um, January twenty fourth is a Thursday. So we'll do each Thursday through. February 28th. That sounds good. And then that'll be a a good time to start planting also. I've got um, the session titles, so is this a good time to maybe tell them those session titles what they're going to be learning? So the first session you're going to be learning just, it's a program orientation about how Dawn set up everything and what's going to be happening in that six weeks. And then session one after program orientation week is choosing a garden location. So um, Dawn, y'all did a lot of thinking before you established those beds in the back of the library right you kind of thought you kind of really thought about where you're going to put that garden so we would want to do that at home as well exactly and that's the thing it it correlates to what they can do at home as well so it's not just here yes because um don would love for you to take part in the community garden they've got going here at the library but you know ultimately we want you to be able to take the information home if you've got a space and get you a raised bed there at home Mm -hmm. um the next session is on just soils and compost you um i'm sure that's where you introduce about the soil sample kit mm-hmm. but anyway if anybody wants to get a head start they could come on by our office and get that soil testing kit um then another session is raised beds and container gardening because you know some we still do have people that just garden in the ground but um raised beds are a good way to go as well and we can also do a lot of great things if you don't have the space in container gardens Yes. And you'll learn Mm -hmm. about that. The next session is maintaining your garden. Once we get it established, how are we going to maintain it? And then the next one is diseases and insects. What do we do about them? And um, I have noticed on the Aggie Horticulture website, you know, we we believe that we've got um, researched-based scientific information that will instruct 
anyone that utilizes our information, you know, if you're going to use herbicides, if you're going to use pesticides, we feel like we can instruct you in a in a, a healthy way to use use those herbicides and pesticides. I know some people are wanting to go more organic, mm-hmm. and I did see that we had developed some information on organic gardening as well. So. All of that information is available on that Aggie Horticulture website. So, okay. And then um, it looks like you finish up on that um, session six with harvesting your produce, which hopefully you might already be harvesting by that sixth session, but in just reviewing what you have done on that last last session. So, yeah, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of good information, but it's definitely going to help you to be able to take it home and and start your gardening, yes. you know, it, there as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. There was something else that I just thought of and... Well, and you know, we we all, we've been talking about we want all these healthy vegetables. Jackie's talked about the uh, zucchini and the cauliflower and all that, but it's more than just raising uh, raising um, or growing vegetables. It's about physical activity. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to be starting walk across Texas, and um, but hopefully we'll be physically active before April first even gets here. And so, getting in that garden is going to help us with our physical activity in that thirty minutes that we need each day mm-hmm. of regular physical activity. You know, we need as adults we need thirty minutes a day regular. You know, really getting our heart pumping, and then the kids need an hour a day. So get the kids involved in your garden. Any anything you plan to do with the garden, we want to make sure our we do it as a family. If you've got kids around the house, yeah, because you can definitely uh, build that skill with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, as they grow up, because I know that they get excited about digging in the dirt and all yes. that. And when we were uh, doing our beds here, the kiddos came and they were participating in all kinds of stuff so they enjoy it and to be able to provide that knowledge to them is very powerful and you know we are finding that our overweight and obesity rates are just it seems like we can't get it under control we're making some poor food choices but if we've learned that we need to um get those kiddos eating vegetables and fruits Mm -hmm. sometimes they shy away from that well one way to do that is if they grow the food and then they're in on preparing the food they're going to come near eating the food Mm -hmm. we find that all the time and Mm -hmm. so gardening is a great way we believe to prevent those obesity rates or to lower those obesity rates yes especially because it does provide just a well-rounded um you know the exercise and the knowledge and you know the fresh food yes everything so and another thing on the gardening besides the physical activity benefit um it just gives us a little bit of mental clarity and just gives us a more feeling of satisfaction when we can grow that Mm -hmm. vegetable and be successful at it so it's good for our mental health as well as our physical health i think it really is too and you think about you know growing zucchini and getting too much and then just the being able to share that with other people i think there's a community yes in that definitely so it helps with the mental and and physical i love gardening (laughs) 
And Chris is laughing at me. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm glad somebody does. Yes. It's just very satisfying, like Tanya was saying, to have something grow and produce like you really wanted it to. And this last year, my jalapenos and green peppers didn't do great and i cut them back and i thought i almost pulled them all out and i just cut them back i thought eh, whatever and then it started raining the late in late summer and those things i brought at least one big bowl of jalapenos up here and i had another one at home uh so they just produce so many jalapenos and so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i think chris took a few of those mm-hmm. they're good deal yeah and then now there's so many options how you can prepare uh, broccoli, um, zucchini, squash. There's so many ways. Yeah. What I like about BLT is they show you so many options. I have some students that they said, I didn't know I can eat zucchini, bread zucchini. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I can make spaghetti. Mm-hmm. So I share with them. I have two um, uh, daughters, and as of right now, one is ten and the other one is nine, and they like raw zucchini, and they're still thinking that it's cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> so as they, long as they'll eat it, Jackie, yes. we're happy. If they right. eat it, especially raw, just with a little bit of lemon juice, mm, this is good. If they're happy, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many options out there. It's up to us. Yeah. We want to encourage them and be a role model parent. Mm-hmm. And this is so fun. Well, and I think also eating the fresh fruits and vegetables makes you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, Chris, I'm going to mention this. But you started like Whole30 last year, right? Yeah, we did that at last January. But I still think you may not be doing it completely, but you're still making healthier choices, aren't you? We do better now. I mean, yeah. you know, we only did it for a month. That's a, it's like a kind of a detox or, you know, it's to change your habits. Yeah. And, you know, after that, I mean, we definitely have been better. Still, go, you know. But I still notice that you're eating, like, fruits and vegetables at lunch. Mm, See, yeah, people notice that. <laughs> See? You're a role model and you didn't even know it, Chris. That's right. That's right. You know, we find that when we have trouble getting our kids to eat mm-hmm. their vegetables, mm-hmm. sometimes you may have to introduce that vegetable as many as ten times mm-hmm. before they're going to actually even try it. Mm-hmm. And wow. so you just have to keep being patient mm-hmm. and introducing it and introducing it, and maybe in a different way. We, um, in our work with the schools, our um, program is called Learn, Grow, Eat, and Go, and we go in and do recipe demonstrations. And we, the kids, you know, they're I think they think they have to try the food for a grade or something because, <laughs> but we uh, we get in there and we do it recipe demo and some of them will say i'm not trying it i'm not trying it well in the end because all the other kids try it they try it and they love it you know we do mm-hmm. stir fry we do veggie quesadillas things like that mm-hmm. but some of them won't try it and we just say it's okay but just keep thinking about trying it because one of these days you're gonna you're gonna learn that you really do can enjoy that zucchini or that cauliflower or that tomato Well, a friend of mine had been, um, you know, he was, I don't know, 20s, 30s, 
and he had been to this place where they were serving a salad and he got the lettuce and ate it and he's like this is really good well he realized that the lettuce he was eating was spinach and he didn't know that he liked spinach Mm -hmm. he didn't i mean and that's in his 30s you know so i think even as adults there are certain vegetables that we shy away from there's one i just don't think i could try that's brussels sprouts um so that's my big one. But I think that I've really opened up when I was young. I wouldn't eat avocados. I really didn't like cauliflower and broccoli. Um, so thinking about that as an adult, you might even have to do that 10 different times. Exactly. To get- my husband thought when I said, let's eat, let's try this kale sack, uh, excuse me, this kale salad pack kit. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, kale. Yeah. And, um, Actually, we did. We bought a kit instead of buying our own kale, which we should have done. We, we did buy a kit, and it had the dressing in it. And, you know, I did limit his dressing. I didn't let him pour the whole packet <laughs> on it. But he said, oh, I do love this. And uh-huh. so mm-hmm. he, he th- just thought he didn't like kale and ended up, oh, we, we like it. It's, like, way up there for us now on our uh, grocery list when that's, we make it now. Yes, that's amazing. And that's one of the things that I did for the course this last time is I did two recipes, actually, each time. Uh, and one of the things we made was kale chips. And I'd never had them, but they were really good. They just kind of flake and melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And um, to, I've got to be honest and say I've never tried those kale chips, but I keep hearing how awesome they are. So not yeah. just from you, but from other um, individuals have said the kale chips are wonderful. And they're so easy. Just um, mix a little olive oil and put salt and pepper on mm-hmm. them and put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a great choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So You can do the same thing with sweet potatoes, with potatoes, with zucchini. The same thing. <sighs> just salt, uh, olive oil and salt uh-huh. and pepper. Yep. So, start doing can I bring up another program that we're going to be offering really yes. soon? Yeah. Um, in at the extension office, um, we're offering um, step up and scale down, and so I've it's read a about this semi weight management class. Mm-hmm. But um, the weight, the, there's going to be a scale there, but it's optional. You know, you can go into it just saying, I want to learn to make some healthier choices about mm-hmm. the kale chips or mm-hmm. about um, whatever healthy um, behavior we're talking about that week. So it's a 12-week series, and uh, we're going to be offering it at noon on Tuesday starting January 22nd. And so anyone interested in that weight management class will focus on something different every week. Like the first week we're going to be talking about meal plans and we our meal plan that we follow for this course is according to the usda guidelines dietary guidelines um, choose my plate um, is is our um, focus there and so we'll be planning our meals around uh, my plate and then we'll focus on just the different rainbow of colors one week the of vegetables. We'll also be talking about hydration, how important it is to drink water, not just when we're trying to manage our weight, but at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about um, portion control. Um, I think somebody already talked about portion control today, but how to, you know, we can plan for um, sometimes maybe not a great choice as long as we'll watch the portion control. So anyway, mm-hmm. it goes for 12 weeks, and anybody who's interested can contact our office um, to visit with us about that. So is that an hour program? It will. We're going to uh, get folks in there, and they can come on their lunch hour, bring their 
lunch if they want. We're going to have recipe samples every time. Um, I'm going to try my best because I'm learning with my, I have, I don't have an Instapot or a presto cooker or pressure cooker i have a ninja foodie is my brand name and so mine is a pressure cooker (laughs) and um an air fryer as well and i'm loving it um but we're gonna and jackie's gonna help me with some um pressure cooker recipes as well so we're gonna try to kind of focus on healthy pressure cooker and healthy air fryer recipe samples so they won't get their home meal provided through the recipe sample so anyway people can bring come for their lunch hour we're going to try to do it in 45 minutes every tuesday starting okay january 22nd okay and then is there a cost for that there is a cost because it's associated with some curriculum that has been established through our specialists so we've got to charge $40 for it. It's a little bit high, but we feel like when you divide that out over 12 weeks, Mm -hmm. that's... um you're getting a pretty good bang for your buck. I think there. so too, with the food samples and mm-hmm. all the recipes that yes. you get and everything and, and too. We'll be doing some door prizes here and there, and have some. Those are will, fun. You'll be able to take all the handouts home with you and all that. And if you want the challenge of uh, and the accountability of weighing in every week, you have that option to weigh every week if you choose to. That's nice to to have that. I was excited when I saw that information mm-hmm. about that. So very cool. So is there anything else that y'all want to talk about with the um, community garden or the other programs that you offer? One thing I want to say is that um, if you want to sign up for the community garden uh, classes, uh, you do not have to be low income. You can come in and and sign up and uh, make sure you call the library or, like I said, come in and, and register before the class. And uh, that helps us to make sure we have enough supplies and food and, you know, samples and those kinds of things. And um, also we do provide some incentives at the end of the program as well as um, provide a certificate of completion. But in order to get those things, you have to attend all of the, um, the classes. So there's only six classes once a week. And if there's an issue with, you know, you can attend one or something, you know, talk with me, we'll see what we can work out. But, um, we really need you to participate in all of the classes. We, yes, we do would like for low income, our in, low income uh, folks here in Wise County to be able to take advantage of this course. But it is all handled very confidential manner. It's, mm-hmm. it's handled in a confidential manner. There's just a form to complete in order for us to be able to know that we're reaching our low income mm-hmm. folks. Um, goal is to teach those link uh, in a uh, low income audience how to um, grow vegetables at home and have a better life. That's our goal. Oh, that's a good goal. We want to empower them, become better, be better persons. Yes, we can do it because you can be even without the finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do good things. Yes. We just want to invite them, making aware that we are here. They don't have, there's no more excuses to start making changes in their lives. No more excuses. No cost. No pay. Nothing. Well, and it's a, it's really a big thing in our nation as far as, um, you know, mental health and, um, 
obesity and, you know, having healthy weight and exercise, you notice it in the advertisements for insurance and the insurance options that are being provided uh, as far as, you know, um, joining a fitness club or, you know, doing different things like that. So it really is a big thing that helps with our insurance costs and in helping us to be healthier people across the board. So I think it's a it's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Does so. anybody know, according to uh, choosemyplate.gov, how much of your plate should be filled with fruits and vegetables every time you eat? I know. I would say... It's either two-thirds or three-fourths. Oh, man, you're doing well. It's, it's half. It's half. Oh, half. half, really? Yeah, it's half. So. I, no, I didn't say I was doing that, but I might know that. <laughs> <laughs> so just think about it. Um, How he looks at you. <laughs> he was like, a, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Don, just as you said, we may, we can we can talk the talk all we want to, mm-hmm. but all of us, mm-hmm. we know we've got to walk the walk, too. So it's for all, it's for all Wise County residents, our programs are, and... And we just want to empower you, like Jackie said, to make those wiser, healthier choices so that um, we get to be here a long time, but do it in a healthy, be here in a healthy way. We're that's not right. going to the doctor all the time and on lots of medications. And that's what mm-hmm. we believe eating, consuming those vegetables are going to help us be able to stay away mm-hmm. yes. from the doctor's office. Exactly. All right. Well, I think on that note, we'll go ahead and close our session for today. Uh, Thank you for listening. This was the Long Overdue Podcast. Um, Again, you are with Tanya and Jacqueline uh, with the uh, Extension Office in Wise County, and then Chris and I. So y'all have a good day. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed it.